start. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then um as we come into your presence, Holy Spirit, come and take control in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your name be praised, let your name be glorified. By your grace, O oh God, Father, it is well with us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Maximize this. Share screen. Wait, the main songs are here. Oh, God have mercy. Wow. We are doing it live. Amen. No, 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 not this one. Oh. Oh, God have mercy on the rich boy. Oh, so we're trying out something new and we're about to see if it works. God help us. God see us through in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Amen. Where's the tambourine? <laughs> This is going to be uh, something different. Where's the tambourine? I'll use this, whatever my hands can hold. Hallelujah. Praising the Lord always. Praising the Lord always. Praising the Lord with all my heart. Praising the Lord with all my heart, oh, with hallelujah, my Lord is good, my Lord is good, my Lord is good, is good to me. I have seen the Lord's goodness, His mercies and compassion. I have seen the Lord's goodness, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I have seen the Lord's goodness, His mercies and compassion. I have seen the Lord's goodness, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Oh Lord, you have been so good, you are so good to me. Oh Lord, you are excellent in my life every day. Oh Lord, you have been so good, you are so good to me. Oh Lord, you are excellent in my life. Please be the
Songs of joy will not cease from my heart, oh God. Songs of joy will continue to stay in my heart all the days of my life, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will sing my song. I will dance my dance every single day. Joy, 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 joy. God is my portion, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We are going to bless ourselves and say, anywhere I go, I will find favor. I will find favor. Some of us are carrying the panic mark of disfavor upon our life. Command yourself right now and say, anywhere I go, I will find favor. I will find favor. I will find favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, people will like me. People will smile at me. People will bless me. Nobody will want to curse me. In the, everywhere I go, Father, I will find favor. I will find favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus, mighty name, we are praying. We are going to command ourselves to be unstoppable. We will pray and say that everywhere that we that we turn to, anything that we set our heart to do, anywhere that we go, the enemy will run without stopping. The enemy will run without stopping. In the mighty name of Jesus, when I'm on the road and the demons are looking for blood to eat on the road, there will be no accident. The enemy will run away. The enemy will run away. When I enter into a conference and the enemy has already been planning stuff for that place, Father, the enemy will run away. The enemy will run away. Just like you put the fear of the Israelites into the heart of everybody around them, you will put my own fear of God into the heart of all of my enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let us ask the Lord to make us a vessel unto honor. Father, make me a vessel unto honor. Make me a vessel unto honor like Jabez said. Oh, that you will bless me, that you will expand me, and you will make me honorable. Ah, make me a vessel unto honor, my Father. Make me a vessel unto honor, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We are going to pray and say, oh Lord, convert me from a spiritual dwarf into a spiritual giant. Convert me, O oh God, from a spiritual dwarf into a spiritual giant. In the mighty name of Jesus, all of those giant devils, all of those giant problems, all of those impossible situations that have been making me look very small, that have been making me look further, make me a spiritual giant. Make me a spiritual giant. Make me a spiritual giant in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let us command ourselves and say, I will do great exploits in every area of my life. Peace and love and family will do great exploits in every area of our life. Father, great exploits. We call for great exploits. We ask for great exploits. Great exploits is our portion. Great exploits. Is our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. We will do great exploits in every area of our life in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We are going to break to pieces every spiritual weapon of warfare 
that has been fashioned against us. We break you to pieces right now. I break it to pieces. 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 I break it when it was bomber, when it was bomber, we need to have the camera, all of us enemy, bomb shall be able to stand before me all the days of my life in the name of Jesus. According to Second Timothy, for God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. No contrary power, no demon, no Satan, no high, no high priest, no high priestess of any satanic cult will be able to stand against me all the days of my life. You will not stand against me. You will not stand against me. You will not stand against me. All the days of my life, in the mighty name of Jesus, because he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let us command our prayers, no matter the atmosphere we are praying in, and say, Lord, let my prayers avail much with, with you, O oh God, and arouse the disaster in the kingdom of darkness in the mighty name of jesus that kingdom of darkness that has been scheming that has been building that has been working let my prayer be effective the bible says that the effectual servant prayer of the righteous man availeth much let my prayer oh god avail oh god over the kingdom of darkness let my prayer avail much let it be potent make my prayers potent make my prayers potent in the mighty name of Jesus, prayer that would have taken me one week, let it be answered in one day. Prayer that would have taken me one day, let it be answered in one minute. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Last prayer, we are going to pray and say, Father, I thank you for making my life too hot for the devil. In the Thank you, O God. Oh, Father, thank you for making my life too hot for the devil. Thank you, my Father, O God. My life is too hot for the devil. Thank you, O God, for the fire you have put in me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I say we love you. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus. 
Let us unmute Sister Anita. Uh huh. And um, anybody with a prayer point? Um, mommy, ask me any prayer point from you, ma. No, <laughs> Sister Anita, any prayer point from you? Ah, uh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, uh, let us uh, God again for, for peace and love assembly. Let us thank God for his, uh, his mercy upon us in peace and love assembly. Let us thank God for doing what he has done, what he has just to do again. And let us thank God for his promise because he's not a man that would lie. That he yes. said he will do, he will do it in peace and love and family in the name Amen. of Jesus. Father, we want to say we thank you for peace and love and family. Thank you that you are doing it in peace and love and family. Thank you for your working in peace and love and family. Thank you for allowing us to come to pass in peace and love and family. Thank you for your peace and love and family. Thank you for all you are doing. Thank you for all you are doing. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Let us uh, let us also uh, let us thank God again for, for for His hand for His hand of protection around us. Let us thank God for all family of peace and love assembly. God mm. have been doing wonders in each family, peace and love assembly. Let us thank God for his goodness. Amen. 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 Amen.
uh, they are in holiday now. Uh, some of them are still in school. Let us just pray for God protection around them. For God to give them the wisdom and understanding, the spirits of excellence to bring up for them wherever they are. Don't be a victim in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let us pray for all, all our all our youth, all our mm. men and women, all our children that are ready for marriage, but one or the other is delayed. You know, mm. the, when uh, Isaac, Isaac did not go to look for a wife. But God directed the work for him. So let us ask and I pray that God should give all our children the right man, the right woman. That that woman that will love them who they are, that woman that will love them who they are, not what we, not what we, what we give to them. That, that love. Christ are for all that God should give them that person that they will, that will love them. Yes. 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 Father, we are sorry so let us pray and ask God any any evil hand that is pointed to peace and love assembly, because mm. as they are pointed to peace and love assembly, they are pointed to us that God mm. take, raise His sword to cut those hands to pieces. Amen. Amen. Every evil hand that is pointed to peace and love assembly, that you are the one the god of creator of heaven and earth that will call upon the peace and love assembly you will yes. manifest yes. in amen. jesus amen thank you very much god bless you mommy ask me are you available are you able to unmute yourself? Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name. Daddy, any prayer points from you, sir? 
Uh, my prayers be of thanks to God for healing me. Amen. Dangerous headache I've been having. Dangerous pain my body that God that they prayed for me, the saints prayed for me. And it went away fear. Hallelujah. Father, I want to say thank you for healing your son, O oh God. Thank you for healing him, Father, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you that the headache has disappeared. Thank you that whatever ailment is in his body has disappeared. Thank you that he is whole and happy. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your stripes he is healed. Thank you that that sickness that has been in so all of your mark, all of your stripes on it, they have been, they have collided with the blood of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, glory be to your holy name in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. All right, sir, that's all. Um, is there any prayer points? No. Pastor, any prayer points? Father, we want to say we thank you, O oh God. We thank you for bringing us into your presence. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. As we are here, O oh God, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we are here to fellowship with you. Come and have your way. Come and do that which only you can do. And by your grace, O oh God, Father, it is well with us. Be thou exalted, O oh God, in the highest. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Testimony time. Time to share anything you want to share. Um, I personally, for 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 those of you who came in and saw what was going on. I thought I'd try something new today. I put on the lyrics and pre-planned everything so that when the church now starts to have, um, starts to go live and we start to stream and we have thousands of people seeing us, when they don't know some of our songs, they'll be able to see it there. But um, it's a work in progress, and uh, we'll get there soon in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, did everybody enjoy the experience, though? Was it? I know I imposed on every everyone, no, 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 but I want bad. to know. We will tell you later anyway. Because there are some that are supposed to come twice. That you sing just once. All right, all right. It's very good. So, talk to me on the exclusive. Um, uh, uh, on the exclusive telegram and there uh, it is well all right sister anita any dream any testimony any word from the bible that the holy spirit is leading you on in your daily walk with him uh unmute yourself please hallelujah I just want to thank God for his uh, goodness and mercy. Thank God for his love and protection. Thank God for what he's doing. Thank God for what he has done. Thank God for what he's here to do again. I just thank God for, for, for loving me, for accepting me for who I am. You know, every time I always say, ah, God's give me a second chance. It is, mm. it is because of disobedience, you know. 
you know, it's uh, when you disobey God, you know, like there was uh, there, that that uh, uh, look I was saying the other day, yeah. Uh, God will forgive you, but there are still punishment <laughs> that you will go through, you know. Yeah, yeah but I just thank God for the, 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 the punishment make me stronger, you know, in him. Make me have trust in him, you know, and I just thank God for, for, for those God that surrounded me with, with encouragement, you know, with the, the word of God, you know. I just thank God for where he, where he brought me, um, where he put me now. Even though I was still in Holland, the way I am, my Christianity life now, I will never be like that. So mm. that's what that is what I just thank God for. You know, yes. he restored me, strengthened me, and he put me in peace and love assembly. And I, I thank God for that. In, 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 in Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, anyone else who hasn't been, um, daddy? Oh, mommy, ask me, are you having if you're having technical difficulty? Mommy, ask me, send me a text on Telegram, okay? Oh, it seems you have unmuted yourself now. Can you speak? Just, just a short one. I just, yes, loud and clear. Yeah, I just to thank God, I I went to the hospital today to have a scan, a scan for my neck. Oh, okay. And, um, there and then after they did it, um, I was told that everything was fine. It was just, mm -hmm. it was just fat. So I just give yeah. glory to God because normally, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I have um turned the camera off because I'm not feeling really. Well today, I'm having terrible stomach pain, so mm. I'm just just trying to rest, but I'm joining the service anyway. So I'm all right, it is well. Thank you very much. Well done in coming over as you are in the house of the Lord or in the presence of the Lord. Sickness can't stay in his presence, so uh ailment and weakness can be in his presence so everything in his presence will flow to you in jesus name mommy receive you. your healing now in jesus name amen amen god bless you man god bless you man. daddy any testimony uh praise the lord hallelujah praise almighty god hallelujah i have a reason to praise the lord I have a reason to pray the Lord. Allah, I have a reason to praise the Lord. I have a reason to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I thank God Almighty. In that, when God sent me to Nigeria, He gave me assignment what i was going to do and god gave me all the instrument all the apparatus that i will use to fight the battle and the lord fought the battle hmm. but ever since the enemies they have not rested hmm. they've tried different ways bringing food to me in the dream That's they okay. failed amen they all manner of ways hmm. Digging some pit like this, I will go through another route. Amen. They send the animals to me, I will command their animals to begin to fight themselves. Amen. So God is so wonderful. Hmm. 
We spoke war like I've given testimonies. They are the bed. Well, I've never seen it in my life, but there's real power in peace and love assembly. Amen. The bed fell and mm. died by my door. Mm. In the state capital, there were houses in the village also. Mm. Our, I mean, our family house in the village. Mm. The real big white bed mm. fell down and died by the tomb of my little father. Mm. And this has not made them happy. All the marine power that they have, yeah. all the fishes, God kill all the fishes and I saw them. They turned their belly upside down, dead. Yeah. And I saw the person who who owns that fishes and they all put his hand on the head. Yeah. And they are not happy with everything that I've gone, yeah. that God had done to scatter them. So they keep on attacking. I was dreaming of the all manner of dreams. Me and my wife were sharing it all to the time that God gave me victory. Amen. And all of a sudden, message just came from my in-law from Ijebu. Mm. Mama has never called me. He said, it's for me, that's why they didn't want to, they didn't, they wanted to be direct. Okay. I should pray against death, mm. against death that Mm. Some people were trying to kill themselves. Mm. And I told my mom, I said, my mom, thank you, mom. Mm. Don't worry. We have seen it. God has already taken care of them. Mm. That that pitched the dog for me, they were the one that buried inside. Amen. And God even showed us up to the level that three members of the family as, as a prospered the world wise mm. as they are. That they run mad. Hmm. So the God has given us victory. I said, don't worry. But notwithstanding, this is the first time that my message will come from Mama. I don't know which pastor went to pray for her now or describing the situation. Hmm. And we put it in prayers. And God has been doing his wonders. Hmm. And God has told me, say, say, Oh, Lady Paul, fear not. Amen. I am with you. Amen. You pass through water. You do not be drawn. You pass through fire. It will not burn you. Amen. I, I really give God the glory. It's up to the situation whereby I've given a testimony about it before. They tried to kill somebody again in the family. Amen. That's from the twin brother of my dad. Mm. One gentle lady there among them. Mm. The same woman carry another person's uh, uh, color, but God says she's the one. Mm. And we really tortured her. It was in the dream, only me and uh, uh, Falabi did the, Falabi was the one pulling, the one that they were trying to swallow. Mm. Because the woman turned to snake, but it was the head of human being. Mm. And our mommy was just speaking in tongues. Speak, they didn't touch us. Mm. We were just praying. And mm. we were able to rescue that lady. Mm. And then we really tortured that evil woman. Mm. That's how that one has been, been going on. Mm. Then this head that had been complaining of the headache of toothache of just shifting all manner of this. We know it was not normal. Because I, when I went to settle some quarrel at home, mm. there was one evil lady also that was just sitting there right opposite me. Mm. She was the one that sent those arrows. Mm. And 
when the prayer group of a pastor when they were praying and they said they should call daddy and i don't i'm not part of the addition and i joined them i say amen, amen that very night the terrible pain i was feeling in my my head that would just turn to my cheek so i think when you have all this kind of pain by your ear by your song don't think it's ordinary mm. they come in diverse ways mm. so uh behold that very night though god did his wonders amen and i just shouted from my dream because i felt something like ball i see that one football that's my near my my bomb my bomb and spinal cord mm. i shout and then the pastor would say what i didn't answer up on time i carried the aboniki mm. i rub it rub it but it is not aboniki matter mm. She asked me to bring a anointing oil. And I put anointing oil on it. She just put her hand on it like this. Believe you me, all everything, all of a sudden, that uh, excruciating pain hmm. just vanished. Fear Hallelujah. immediately. Amen. So that's how the deliverance came. Amen. Because she just put her hand upon me like this, Amen. and that pain just stopped. Amen. See, up to now, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not feeling it again. Hallelujah. I give God the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. She's well in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, did they any testimony? Um, I'm going to mute myself I'm here. Sorry. You can unmute yourself there. Okay. I want to thank God. thank God for my life. Thank God for my family. Thank God that even though the storm has been brewing, it's, it's kept us all safe and all sheltered in Him. Thank God. Yeah, I want to thank God for journey. I thank God for journey messages through our whole country. When you are coming on the end stage, there are times to save your strong wings. You have to be careful on the bridge, strong wings on the bridge. You are really strong. I thank God for joining my peace. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for giving us testimony. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Almighty God, because all our testimonies glorify Jesus. Thank you, God, for safety. Amen. Thank you, God, for the heart to come back to glorify you yes. and to appreciate you, Lord. Amen. Lord, we cover all these testimonies in the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And ask Almighty God that you give us more testimonies, O God. Yes, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So, um, we have. Um, did you send the file to the Telegram group of what we are doing, or you want me to do the digging 
deeper class. Oh, I thought because uh, last time you didn't get to do yours. It's all right. Oh, good oh, girl, you're digging oh, deeper class. Think? No, sir. Huh? Okay, yeah. But I'll take it. Mommy has been she's she's lying down. She's recovering. That's what she said. Hello, mommy. Mommy has Yes, I'm asking. Will heal. 
Lord, let there be instant healing right now. And every arrow that has been shot into her body, through her leg right now, let them be destroyed. Come out. Command those arrows to come out and go back to tender in a million folds right now. And return those arrows back to tender in Jesus' name. And I cover those, those your two legs right now in the blood of Jesus. And your legs, your feet become fire. Yes, you feel that heaviness right now. You feel the fire burning you, burning it, burn it out. Let it burn it out up to your waist right now. Let them be all the demons that have been baited to your body right now. Let them begin to run out through the legs, through the legs right now. Run away. Go back to sender and destroy your owners in the name of Jesus. I reject and I rebuke any spirit of paralysis in the name of Jesus Christ. I tell you that leg, receive power, receive strength right now. You will spread upon serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy. Nothing shall the enemy stop you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, ma. Hi, are you good? Hello, hello. I'm of unmuted myself over here. You have to mute yourself there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're talking about eschatology. We're talking about the end times. We're talking about Jesus coming. So we want to we want to now talk about the question of the delay of the parousia. The parousia in the Greek is the Greek of the appearing. Now you remember in the Olivet discourse um jesus gives many many signs that must take place prior to his coming prior to the return of the son of man these include things like persecution and worldwide witness of the church we've, we've always seen a pattern and the pattern is that whenever persecution increases in the church the church grows the church expands. We see it, for example, happening in China, where the communist regime over there is persecuting the people so heavily. But still, the Christian church in China is growing. We have that we know that the Great Commission would be fulfilled. There would be a time of religious apostasy, also. Many people you won't even believe that will fall away from Christianity, they will fall away from Christianity. You know? God will help us during these end times in Jesus' name. There, I mean, there would be wars and conflicts throughout the world. There would be natural di disturbances in the world. There will, um, I mean, then you remember Paul as well. Um, as well said that certain things must take place before the Son of Man returns. 
This would include the coming of the lawless one predicted in where? Second Thessalonians chapter 2. And then also there would be the full number of the Gentiles come into the church. And then finally, all of Israel would be saved before the second coming of Christ. So you read these things and I think this gives you the impression that it is going to be a long time until Christ comes again because there is a lot and, and, and there's a lot here that has to transpire at first. That is why it is stunning. Then when Jesus says in Mark chapter 13 verse 30, Mark chapter 13 verse 30, Let's have Sister Anita. Sister Anita, are you available? No. Daddy, can you read for us Mark chapter 13, verse 30? Uh, anyone who is there? Pastor Mark. Today, Mark, Mark 13. 13 yeah. The book of Mark 13, 30. Sorry. I have to, All right. I have to get it. All right, more grace, more grace, grace, grace. Shall I read it? 30, 30, 30, yeah. 30 says, are, are, you, are you there? Yeah. Um, okay, don't worry, I'm there. Surely I said to you, mm -hmm. this generation will by no means pass away mm -hmm. till all these things take place. Hmm. What did Jesus mean there? When he said all of that, you see why eschatology is very important because some people believe that Jesus has that, that Jesus has already returned and that it has already passed. So, when we see what Jesus says there in Mark chapter thirteen verse thirty, that all these things will pass away within this generation. One is stunned at this because one has been led to expect a very long period of time before the return of Christ. Then he says in verse 30 that, um, is that all these things would take place within this generation. Uh, Pastor, are you available for us? Mark chapter 9 verse 1. Mark chapter 9, verse 1. Let us see what it says. I'm going to mute myself here, and you are muted. Verse 9, 1. Go on, the You are not on. Okay. Mark 9, 1. There are some standing here who will not taste death. They see the kingdom of God present with power. I'm just relaying what you're saying so that uh, everyone can hear. What did Jesus mean when he said, These are strange things that Jesus is saying. Strange things. What is, what, what is he saying? What, is, what does he mean? This is one of the things you will hear many different Christians have many different opinions regarding eschatology and you, you have to make up your own mind. God, the people of his time, they already did. Yeah. Some people have said that the rapture has already taken place because Je Jesus is using this kind of lingo like this that looks like the second coming of Christ has passed. 
What is he even saying? If that were not clear enough, he says that there in Mark chapter 9, verse, he said that there are some standing here who will notice death until they see the kingdom of God has come with power. So Jesus at face value seems to be saying that some of the people who were his contemporaries would live to see the coming of the Son of Man in power and the kingdom of God ushered in. Of course, that didn't happen. It is true that Jerusalem was destroyed in AD 70, as Jesus predicted, truly, but the Son of Man didn't return. The resurrection of the dead didn't occur. And so one is faced with this problem. Why was the parousia, that is the appearing, the coming of Christ, delayed? Why did it happen when one would have thought it would, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it would based on these sayings, I mean, it would based on these sayings of Jesus? Well, there are several ways oh, of dealing with this problem. One we've already looked at. That was the preterist view. The what? Preterist view. That was the view that, in fact, okay, if you see any, if you see some theologians use the word preterist view, say it. Preterist view. If you see uh, some theologians say, I am a preterist, then you know where they are coming from. So one is the preterist view that says what? What does the preterist view say? It's the point of view or the school of thought that says that, yes, so there is no problem. All of those things have been fulfilled, just as Jesus said. As attractive as this solution is in being very literal at least with regard to verse 30 mark chapter 13 verse 30 nevertheless i've already argued okay that this view really doesn't hold uh, water when you look at it closely so we need to use our exegetical eyes to look at it closely. It just strains the credibility to think that the coming of the Son of Man was some sort of invisible event that took place in God's throne room rather than here on earth. This was an event that was supposed to be linked to the resurrection of the dead and the judgment of the righteous and unrighteous. And that obviously didn't take place. So I just can't buy the preterist view. I don't believe it. Another possibility now is to say perhaps the, pro the prophecy was changed. Some people of that school of thought that the prophecy has changed. We know in the Old Testament, there have been examples where prophecies have been given. For example, Jonah's prophecy to Nineveh, where he said, Yet 40 days and Nineveh will be what? Destroyed. 
that have, I mean, that have a timeline. And then something happens so that it no longer becomes appropriate for the prophecy to be fulfilled. And the prophecy is what? Changed. So Nineveh, in fact, wasn't destroyed. Even though God had God himself or with his own lips had told Jonah to tell the people that in 40 days Nineveh was going to be judged and destroyed. So it has been suggested that perhaps here Jesus did give this prophecy that these things would all happen within a generation, but then something changed so that the parousia was delayed. And that is why it didn't occur when predicted. The prophecy was changed. Well, that is a possibility, I suppose. I mean, what do you think of it? But again, the thing that troubles me here is that there didn't seem to be anything that will cause the prophecy to be revised or to change. Nineveh repented so that it was no longer appropriate to judge Nineveh. But Jerusalem didn't repent and nothing changed. Jerusalem, in fact, was destroyed, of course. So why wasn't the rest of the prophecy fulfilled? It doesn't seem to be a good explanation to say the prophecy was simply revised. So I am driven to a third alternative, a third alternative, which doesn't really have a name. But what I am going to say is that the prophecy is ambiguous. Hear me out. That is to say, we don't really know the original context and meaning of these words. That is why I was telling you, Jesus is saying some what? Strange things. So that we cannot be sure that Jesus wasn't if I predicting that he was going to come again within the lifetime of his contemporaries uh, within the first generation. When we remember that the gospel I mean, when we remember that the Gospels do not give us a tape recording of Jesus' words, that the Gospels are written, uh, in fact, in Greek, whereas Jesus probably spoke most of the time in Aramaic. Aramaic is pidgin, pidgin Hebrew. It's just like us talking in pidgin English, waiting you they do. Jesus speaking in Aramaic, pidgin word, Hebrew. So we can already see that we don't have a verbatim transcript of what Jesus said. This is at least a translation. And when you recall that at this time in history, these folks didn't even have the device of quotation marks. They didn't have any way to um, indicate between direct and indirect speech. Often in the Gospels, these will blur together. 
it is hard to know when um, it is direct speech, when it is indirect speech. They didn't even have the device of quotation marks. These speeches that were, were given would often be paraphrased and given from memory as best they could recall. So we shouldn't think that we always have the words of Jesus exactly in their original context and in exactly in what they might have originally meant. I think a good example of this is Matthew chapter 10, verse 23. Let us see who can read for us. Um, did, did they? Uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 23. And then we'll compare it. Um, Daddy will read for us. He will compare Mark chapter 6, verse. Yeah, yes, sir. Mark chapter 6, verse 7 to 13. Did they read for us Matthew chapter 10, verse 23? But when they persecute you in this city, mm -hmm. flee ye into another. Mm. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel, yeah. the Son of Man be come. Amen. I will repeat that again. For when they persecute you in one city, flee them again. What again? Flee ye to another. For verily I say unto, For verily you, I say unto you, you shall not have gone over the cities of Israel. You should, you should have not have gone over the city of Israel. To the Son of Man become. To the Son of Man become. Now compare that with Mark chapter 6, verse 7 to 13. Read for us, sir. I read. Mark chapter 6, start from. Verse seven, seven to, to, thir <clears throat> thir to thirteen. Thirteen. Sending now the twelve, and he called the twelve to himself, and began to send them out two by two, mm -hmm. and gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey, except his staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts. Hmm. Nine, but to wear sandals mm -hmm. and not to put on two tunics. Mm -hmm. Also, he serves to them in whatever place you enter. You enter a house, stay there mm -hmm. till you depart from that place. Mm -hmm. And whoever will not receive you nor hear you when you depart from there, shake out the dust under your feet mm -hmm. as a testimony mm -hmm. against them. Actually, mm -hmm. I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah mm -hmm. in the day of judgment than for that city. Mm -hmm. Twelve. So they went out and preached that people should repent. Mm -hmm. And they cast out many demons and hmm. anointed with oil. Many who were sick, anointed with oil, many who were sick, and healed them. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when we looked at that, when Daddy just read for us just now, that passage, <clears throat> in the Markian passage, we have the 
mission of the 12 described where Jesus calls the 12 disciples and sends them out how? Two by two to preach in the various towns of Israel. So this is so this is a mission during the lifetime of Jesus on which the disciples go and then they return and continue their apprenticeship to Jesus. But when you turn over to Matthew chapter 10, where did they read for us? And look at this account of the ministry of the 12, beginning in verse 1. What you discover is that Matthew blends in with Jesus' missions charge to these 12 disciples. To, all right, to charge to these 12 disciples. I've lost my train of thoughts. Uh, to this twelve, well, it's, uh, it's with these twelve disciples. He he blends with them certain prophecies about the end times, about the coming of the Son of Man. So you get a verse like Matthew chapter ten, verse twenty-three. That did they read for us? It says that when they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. For truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. So originally, this is probably a verse about the end of the world. The second coming of the Son of Man. But here Matthew has woven it into this mission discourse to the twelve. Yet Matthew clearly knew when he wrote this, that the coming of the Son of Man didn't occur before the mission of the Twelve was over. So what is his rationality? Why is he speaking like this? He knew that they, that they went through the towns of Israel, that they came back and continued their apprenticeship with Jesus, and Jesus then went on to the cross and all the rest of it. Yet, by putting this verse in this context, it makes it sound like Jesus was saying to the 12 disciples, uh, before you go, I mean, before you have gone through all the towns of, of Israel, the coming of the Son of Man would occur again. Obviously, that is not what Matthew thought because he is writing afterwards. So, and translating the Bible or exegizing the Bible literally, like literally, 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 doesn't help in this case. I, I think there is something deeper to it that you will not understand in any other class unless you come to digging deeper class like this to be able to take a closer look at this. Because many Christians, sometimes you don't even think of it. But if you are applying for a job, you want to know where you are going to. You want to read about the company. All of us want, don't want to go to hell. We want to make it to, hev to heaven. But we don't read anything regarding where we are going to. I think this is a perfect illustration of what I'm saying here, oh. That if Matthew chapter 10 verse 23 did not mean that the Son of Man was going to come again before the mission 
of the 12 was over. There is no reason to think that Mark then, chapter 13, verse 30, means that the Son of Man is going to come again within the first generation. Does it sound like I'm contradicting the Bible? Don't worry, I will explain myself more so, so that we see where we stand in this. Either I sound like I am contradicting the Bible or either Jesus lied. We can't be sure how this saying, uh, when it was originally given, what it meant or even what context it was. In fact, look again at Mark chapter 13 and see what Jesus is talking about there in verse 30. In verse 30, he says, truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away before all these things take place. What is all these things referring to? Well, look at the previous verse in verse 29. Pastor, are you available to read for us? Mark chapter 13, verse uh, verse 29 look at the previous verse in verse 29 so that you see what is going there what does all these things refer to go on man so you also also, when you see these things happening happening, know that it is near near at the door door. so these things don't include the coming of the Son of Man himself, right? These things, when you see these things, then you know the Son of Man is where? Near. Then you know the coming will occur soon. Is at the gate, is at the door. So these things don't include the coming of the Son of Man. What does it include? Well, look back at verse 23. Today, are you available? Verse 23. Mark 13, 23. Because I'm trying to debunk some school of thoughts out there. Go on. But take ye heed. But take ye heed. Behold, Behold, I have foretold you all things. I have foretold you all things. I have foretold you all things. All right. He is talking about all of those signs that would take place before the coming of the Son of Man, including the destruction of Jerusalem. So at face value, what he says is that Within this generation, all these things, that is to say, these signs, the persecution, the destruction of Jerusalem, will take place before the Son of Man comes. Then the coming of the Son of Man will take place after that. Amen? Amen. So it may just be that by putting verse 30 later, in the discourse, after the description of the Son of Man's coming, it makes it sound like the coming of the Son of Man himself will occur within his generation when actually the verse is 
talking about these things that have to precede the coming of the Son of Man, and that would take place. So what I am suggesting is that it may not be in its original context, original meaning, that this verse meant at all that the coming of the Son of Man itself would take place within the first generation. Similarly, Daddy, can you open for us? Um, Mark chapter 8, verse 39. I mean, verse 38. Then go all the way to chapter 9, verse Mark, 1. Mark what? Mark 8, 38. Read up to the end and to verse 1 of the next chapter. Mark 8, verse 38. Yes, sir. For whoever is ashamed of me mm -hmm. are my words. Mm -hmm. In this adulterous and sinful generation, mm -hmm. often the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father mm -hmm. with the holy angels. Mm -hmm. Chapter nine. nine. Yes, sir. One. And he said to them, as surely I said to you, mm -hmm. that there are some standing here or sitting anywhere you are there mm -hmm. who will not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. Hmm. Present with power. Amen. Okay. Yeah, just that one. So, what did that mean in the original context of the life of Jesus? Some strange things that Jesus was saying there. You won't get this in normal church. You have to come to theological digging deeper to understand these things. Because, because Many Christians, you just are Christians for donkey years, 20, 30 years, and you don't even understand the company that you are going to or you are applying to, where our end time, where our eternal life is going to lead to. What did Jesus mean? What he says there is the people who are alive, we see that the kingdom of God has come with power. That could conceivably mean they will see that it has already come with power, referring to Jesus' own ministry of his miracle workings and his exorcism of, of demonic beings, which he says were signs of the inbreaking of the kingdom of God. Or it could refer to his death and resurrection from we I mean from the dead. It might refer to the transfiguration, which then takes place next in chapter 9. So it may well be that in the original historical context, this utterance by Jesus wasn't meaning to say there are people here who will see the Son of Man returning in power and glory before they taste death. But now look over at how Matthew interprets this verse in Matthew chapter 16, verse 28. Pastor, can you read for us? Matthew chapter 16, verse 28. 
here Matthew, giving this same event, rewards it. Remember, they didn't have quotation marks. As shortly I say to you, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Now, that does not sound like they are going to see the return of the Son of Man in their own lifetime. But we know that. What Matthew is paraphrasing is this earlier passage of Mark chapter 9 verse 1, which doesn't really say that. Matthew is giving it back in a somewhat different way. I think again, this illustrates my point. These sayings may have a very different meaning in their original context as they were uttered. Some only know, some who only knew Matthew chapter 6 verse 28 might well think that Jesus is saying there are people here who will not die before they see the parousia. But when you read Mark chapter 9 verse 1 that Daddy has read for us, that is not all at all obvious. So this is my plea in trying to explain this theological muddy ground. We need to remember that we, standing at 20 centuries distance, don't always have a handle on how these sayings may have been originally used and what they meant. It is quite consistent to think that Jesus thought uh, that Things like the destruction of Jerusalem and all of that sort of things would take place within this generation, but didn't necessarily think his own coming would take place within the first generation. Remember, as we've already seen, Jesus said he didn't know the date of his return. He didn't know when the return, when the coming of the Son of Man would be. And that is another theological muddy ground. That, uh -uh. If Jesus in essence is God, if Jesus is omniscient, how can he not know the day of his return? Maybe I will ask that question on the uh, church group and we'll hash that out. But that, that's not my point this night. My point is just to say that Jesus himself already said he doesn't know the date of his return. So, when he said that, how can you now think that ah, he when he said that people in this life they will um, they will notice them before they see his parousia? That's not what he said. There's a different context over there. He said, in fact, what you find is quite a number of parables given by Jesus that imply that it will be a very considerable time before the Son of Man returns. Let me just share with you some of these parables before I hand it over to anybody who has any questions or any contribution. These are bunched together in the Gospel of Matthew 
in chapter 24. Let us see. Who was the last person to read for us? Pastor. But, but what? Did they? I don't want to read I mean, um, all right, sir. Matthew, no, let did they read or did they, are you tired? Please, you're Matthew chapter 24, verse 45 to 51. I have one for you, yes. sir. Matthew not you, 24. sir. Not you, sir. Not you, sir. Did they read? I have your own for you, sir. Go on, did they? Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant. Blessed is that servant. Whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant shall say, in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming, my Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, and to eat and drink with the drunken. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him. When he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and in an hour that he is not aware of. Go on. And shall and shall cut him asunder. And shall cut him asunder. And appoint him his portion. And shall put him his portion. With the hypocrite. With the hypocrite. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Thank you very much, Dide. Now, after you've read that place, now look over at where that is going to read for us now. In Luke chapter 12, verse 35 to 47. Luke chapter 12. Verse 35 to 47. Luke 12, verses 45. 35. 30, oh, very plenty. Yeah, I gave you a lot. To 47. Mm -hmm. The faithful servant and the evil servant mm. is what he's talking about. He said, Let your waste be gathered and your lamps burning. Mm -hmm. And you yourself be like men who wait for their master mm -hmm. when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knock and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Mm. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find mm -hmm. watching. And mm. surely I say to you, that he will guide himself and nab them to sit down to eat and will come and serve them. Mm -hmm. That's it. And if he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. Mm. But now, they know this. That if the master of the house had known what hour the thief will come, mm -hmm. he would have washed and not allow his house to be broken into. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you also be ready. 
for the Son of Man is coming. Hmm. At an hour you do not expect. Hmm. 41. Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us? Mm -hmm. That's or a... to all people? Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward? Mm -hmm. Whom is master will make sure and will make ruler over his household mm -hmm. to give them their portion of food in due season. Mm -hmm. 43, he said, Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Hmm. Truly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. Hmm. And 45, but if that servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming mm -hmm. and begin to beat the male and female servants, Mm -hmm. and to eat and to drink and be drunk. Mm -hmm. The master of that servant will come on a day <laughs> when he's not looking for him. Mm -hmm. And at an hour, when he's not aware, <laughs> and he will cut him in <laughs> two <laughs> and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. <laughs> Is it now 246? 247. And lastly, and that servant who, who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. Hmm. 48. Uh, just 47. Uh -huh. Thank you very much, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that would be an example of one of these parables that Jesus tells to prepare his followers for a possible day of the master's coming. It's going to come at a day unannounced. So does anybody have anything to say so far or any contribution or you want me to go on regarding what we've said? Sister Yinka, it's good to see you. Welcome. All right, I'll go on then. Yeah. So now, we have another place for us to look now look at matthew and we can't read this place go and re read it by yourself after you go home matthew chapter 25 verse 1 to 13. one parable isn't enough now we have in in 25 another parable matthew chapter 25 then the yes, then what? 1 to 13. No, and um, I'll, huh? the ten virgins. He spoke about the, the ten virgins. So it's not still enough. Then another parable, Matthew chapter twenty-five, verse fourteen to thirty. You go and say it. What what is the context of that place? It's about the talent, the parable of the talents. Is it the talents, the yes. five talents? You say, yeah, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. And give people the men the talent and he makes, yeah, well done, that good and faithful servant. Who call his own servants hmm. and deliver his goods to them. Yeah. And then to one, he again, gave five yeah, yeah. I, mean, to I have to go and say, yes, okay. sir. So again. You see the idea, the idea of what? A very long time is in play here. Before when? 
the master returns. So finally, one more parable again, because Jesus is just throwing clues, clues, clues at us. Again, he's in, um, again, one more par parable is uh, Matthew chapter 25, marking the same point is from verse 31 to 46. And that place is talking of what? Not the whole thing, because it's too long. Our time is almost gone. Oh, you said this when, because about the judge of the nations. The judge the son of, of man will God Jesus Christ will come to judge the nation. Yeah, he says when he say when the son of man comes well, in his glory. Yeah, and not the holy angels. When within, when did we see you? Then hungry, blah, blah, blah. he will sit on mm. the throne of his glory. Yeah, all the nations will be gathered before him. Yes, sir. and he will separate them right, one sir. from the from another. Yeah, don't eat it in my time, sir. Device. Thank you, thank you, sir. Mm, you thank see. you, sir. So the, the lesson of the parable that I want to make here and just hear the main points, all right? Or the argument I'm making after trying to clear away all the confusion that all of these different Christian school of thoughts bring about. The lesson of the parable that I want to make here is not the idea of punishment and rewards for righteous behavior and so forth. Rather, notice the point again. These people are judged on the basis of how they acted towards other Christians in the world. How they behave towards Christ's church. When did we see you hungry? When did we see blah, blah, blah? Towards his brethren and suggest again this long period of time during which people who had never known Christ, had never seen him before, were nevertheless ministering to the needs of his people and therefore did it unto him. Church work is very important. That's why I'm always trying to, and the pastor too, always trying to open vacancies. We are not asking you to come and work in church just because we are trying to force you to do work. We are asking you to come and work in church because Jesus would require of you on judgment day, what did you do to glorify my name? How did you minister to people? It's judgment that we are asking for you that you come and do God's work. So, taking together with all of the other parables, I think we have good reason to think that Jesus of Nazareth himself believed that he would come again in glory, but he didn't know when it was going to be, and he prepared his disciples for the eventuality that this might be a very long time. Therefore, these two verses, Mark chapter 9, verse 1, and Mark chapter 13, verse 30, I think have to be read against this broader context of the teaching of Jesus, where we see within Mark chapter 13 the um, idea that there will be a lot, that there will, that there will be a lot of stuff that has to transpire first. And this fall of Jerusalem in AD 70 may have been just a foreshadowing of a final great tribulation and fall of Jerusalem that will take place again at the end of the age. 
Although Jesus thought that many of these sorts of uh, things would take place within the next generation. I don't think we have any good grounds for saying that Jesus believed that the second coming of man was going to take place within the lifetime of his contemporaries. And that's the um, heretical school of thought. I don't know. I don't want to uh, cast bad names to them. They are good people if you see them in real life. But some people believe that the second coming of Jesus has already taken place. All right. That's all I have for today. Any question? Any contribution? Amen. Amen. All right. There's always um, Telegram, you know, and um, I'll put the question out there for us that um, what did Jesus mean when he said that? Um, I don't know, even though he is the omniscient God when he will come. So does anybody have any answer to that now? Or <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Everyone, God bless you all in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Uh, to round up, um, who shall we ask to round up for us? Daddy, would you like to round up for us, sir? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, we thank you for bringing us to your awesome presence tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that we have studied. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing that took place. Thank you for deliverance. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the all the all the powerful words that come out in this place today. I set our thanks in Jesus' name. And God Almighty, in June, uh, John chapter eleven, verse twenty-five, you say, "I am the resurrection. I am the life." Uh, you, in your own way. You brought out Lazarus, Lazarus from death after the first day. Lord, he came back to life. And in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 7, we study about the old bones that they came together and became life. So, Lord God Almighty, thank you for the healings that took place tonight. Thank you, Lord. And in any other area that we have, Minor ailments, what is it? Frozen. Hmm? Frozen. Hello? Any other area we have ailments like eggs and pains, like cold and flu, like fever, whatever the ailments, like arthritis, like stomach trouble, oh God Almighty. Remember when there was turbulence on the sea, you rebuilt the storm, you said be calm and not remain calm. Yes. And for adventure, because of where we go during the daytime or where we pass through, or even the wind that is blowing towards us, even in our house, my Father and my Lord, henceforth we receive permanent healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Because you say in the book of Luke, chapter Luke 10 and 19. You say we shall trample upon scorpion or upon serpent and upon the paths of the enemy. 
and nothing shall by any means hurt us. Amen. Whether we sleep, whether we wake up, enemy will not do any evil to us. Amen. In fact, we will trample upon their necks. Amen. And destroy them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the deliverance. Thank you for testimonies. And all those testimonies shall be permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, this time next week, help us to be more than this. Amen. And let us come and receive from you as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. And this time next week, there will be no coughing from anywhere. There will be no any any sickness or any bad feeling. All shall be well with us. Amen. That shall be joy unspeakable. Amen. To us in Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Almighty God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. May we share grace and fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Love of God and Daddy, good night, mommy.